0: Welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl. Your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy and I am your host. I am so excited today to bring you Julie Gibbs. She's a designer of jewelry, founder and owner of her own jewelry line, Concrete Rain. And she was just at the Oscars. And Julie, now you are also a survivor, an advocate of domestic violence, as well as a number one bestselling author of the book, We Are Survivors. And it's great to have you on a new podcast. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me. It's such a pleasure and an honor to be in your presence and to be interviewed by you. So I really appreciate it.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on and a big shout out to Jackie Watson over at Watson headquarters in Hollywood. Uh, She actually introduced me to Julie and I'm really glad she did because she's an amazing person. Now, Julie... Can you let our audience know exactly exactly what a gift suite is for those that do not know?
1: Yes, a gift suite is something that um, is put together for all the celebrities um, to come in and, and um, interact with different brands. So um, part of the exchange is that the vendors you know have to pay a fee to be in the, the suite, but they get to use the likeness of the celebrities. Um, in order to market and promote their pro- products. Okay. So a lot of these celebrities walk out with like $50,000 worth of merchandise, just in exchange for being able to interact with different entrepreneurs and businesses like myself.
0: Well, that is awesome. And for our audience, um, here's pictures of Julie's jewelry. And there's uh, she's got a men's line too. So you're definitely going to have to check that out. That's ConcreteRain.com. And um, so tell us about the line J. Kim and where does that come from?
1: J. Kim is actually my name and my children's name. So it's Julie, Kylie, Isaiah, Marcus, and Matea. And so the jewelry line I named J. Kim by Concrete Rain.
0: Okay. Very, very nice. What can you tell us about... um, also, being an advocate for domestic violence.
1: Absolutely. I was a, um, a victim for many, many years. A lot of the, the situations that I was in was things that I allowed myself to be in. But it was that codependency that I had on not only the man, but the situation, because I never really felt like I deserved better. So now it's about me being out there speaking to women, breathing life, love, and joy, and peace into them, right. so they too can come out of those situations that keep them bound and 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 in um. I was gonna say in a dark place, but and you know, bound, trapped, exactly. exactly.
0: You know, and and. And for our audience, if you or anybody you know is a victim of domestic violence, get out now. You can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, and that's 1-800-799-SAFE, also 7233, and I'll have a link on Julie's bio page after the interview, just scroll up and hit it if you need to. And how did you yourself make it out, Julie?
1: It was a lot of um, having to hit rock bottom in all the situations that I was in. But I will tell you, it was finally that push of you're you never people can sit there and told me for years and years and years. Get out, get out, you know, right. change. And I never would. It was when I enough was enough for me and enough and enough was for me was when I was on the floor with knives in my hand, attempting to kill myself. And my children looking at me like, oh my God, my mom is about to take her own life. And I can't put words in their mouth, but for me, the way I processed it was, you're gonna do this over a man, someone who has continually over life, hurt you and abused right. you 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 and so it was just that moment of, if I wasn't gonna do it for me, I needed to do it for them. And luckily, I did get help. I did get out, and I started living for Jesus. And it's just so important that you know I had so much emphasis on the man and feeling like I was unworthy to have anything right. better. That when I made that transition of saying, you know what, I deserve better. I, I my kids deserve better. That I need to live for them. At least hold on to that in order to make that change, so I could survive. And make a new life for myself and freedom.
0: Okay. Now, does getting out um, have anything to do with why you started making jewelry? And how did you get from being, you know, a, a mom and going to work every day um, to going and being at the Oscars and the Emmys? And I know you've got some amazing stuff coming up, which we'll talk about here in a minute.
1: Right. It absolutely does. I started the jewelry line two years ago, years after I made the transition of, you know, you know, living in darkness to living in light, but I needed to create something for women to wear to remind them of their truth and who they were created to be. Every day that you have one of my pieces of jewelry on, you look at it, you say, you know what, I am worthy. I am beautiful. I am a child of God. I am a survivor. I'm an overcomer. All these things, all these affirmations that you have to remind yourself daily to keep the enemy from being on your back and reminding you of what, what was. Right. Um, and pushing forward to what is. So, so um, yes, I did create the line for men and women to know who they are and, um, and embrace that. As far as how I went from a mom to being um, at the Oscars, I'm a a small town girl from Indiana. Um, It was all, you know, in God's plan. I will have to say that because I met this wonderful man 10 years ago at the Super Bowl. And, you know, the the connection was there, but I didn't make that connection until a couple weeks later. Um, I became his friend. I befriended him. He befriended me. Um, we became very close friends very quickly. And then just recently, last few years, I've been um, editing some things for him. And then from the editing, I started writing some things for him and just remain consistent. Well, then I said, you know what? I think I'm going to be at the, the Emmys next year, 2019, this year. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're going to the Oscars. And I'm like, I am. So <laughs> it was really about just relationships. And, you know, having someone who actually believes in you and someone that never gives up on you. And that was him. That was uh, my Amen. friend, Rafi.
0: What a godsend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I want to ask you, you started a movement called the Genesis Movement. Can you tell us about that?
1: It is something in the, the embryonic stages right now that I'm really, really excited about. If, if we really take a hard look at... Um, what scripture says. And scripture says that we are created in his likeness. So if we're created in, in in God's likeness, then what God says, in order to know me, you have to go back to the book of Genesis and start there. That's the beginning. So in order to know who we are and our process of coming out and coming becoming new, we have to go back to the beginning of our own lives, whether it be generational curses, whether it be that we were abused as a child, but getting to the root of what it is we are in order to become who we're supposed to be. And that's the whole um, idea of the Genesis movement that again, I'm working on currently, but I'm really excited about because I really truly believe we have to go back to the beginning and start there.
0: Absolutely. And another thing too, um, in prayer, don't be afraid to ask to release your strongholds because you are Absolutely. not your ancestors. You are you, and there's only one you. So don't bring Absolutely. those generational curses with you. Let them go, let them be free, and give them back.
1: Absolutely. And what I want to add to that, um, and, and with the generational curses, is even after the generational curses, and how we live in that truth, and we allow that truth to become our definition. And that was what really happened with me. I allowed those generational curses to, to, to get on my back. So what ended up happening was a cycle of bad choices. So what I've done in the last almost 10 years of this transition for me, I've had to renounce and I've, I've had to pray and get those different spirits off of me because whatever that person had, guess what? It's on me. So it's been a process. It's not something that happens overnight. Right. And, um, to encourage you in our in our toxic state because we do have to take ownership of that toxic state even though we're in an abusive relationship because there's two two parties to this we have to go through that process of number one renouncing and forgiving ourselves it's okay that we allowed things to happen to us but we have to recognize it and then ask forgiveness to ourselves
0: absolutely absolutely there's And I I think, you know, forgiving yourself can be the hardest thing for people too. And I, you know, I I keep little cards around. Like I have these little cards that say right here, abacatastasis, which means what looks like disaster today could be your blessing tomorrow. You know, it's important to put positive affirmations all around, especially when you're not believing it yourself, because... You read that every day, read it out loud and and say it, tell yourself, look in the mirror and say, I love you. Even if you don't Mm -hmm. believe it at first, because you're gonna start to believe it. You're putting it out there into the universe and that's gonna reflect onto you. You send out love, you're gonna get love. And um, yeah, it's a process like what you said, it's a step-by-step process, baby steps, progress and not perfection. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Well, one thing I like to add to what you just said is that I just had a conversation, a friend of mine from like, she's been my friend for 40 plus years. And she reached out to me about trust. And I told her that anything that's of God doesn't come hard. It doesn't hurt. It's not difficult. It's easy. So in those, those toxic relationships that we're in, we've got to look at it that, you know, what we have to number one, know what love is. Love doesn't hurt like that. So um, and then we have to say, you know what, is this of God? And I, and I, I don't want to um, get too far off base here, right. but I want to encourage that one person out there that what my problem was is, number one, I didn't love me So because I didn't understand love. So in order to understand love, what I did is I went back to scripture and I went to 1 Corinthians 13, which is the love chapter, as we know. And in 1 Corinthians thirteen four it says, love is patient, love is kind. And I took out my ex-husband's name and any and every other man that hurt me. And I, I replaced the word love and put their name in there. And and I'm going to change names to protect identity, but I would say, is love, is, is Steve patient? No. Is Steve kind? No. So in my mind, I said, okay, if this is God's standard of love and what he's saying love is, why am I sitting here in this situation? That's not of God. You know, we want that pure agape love that comes from Christ. And that's what we want as part of our life. Why are we inviting something in that's not love that is not from Christ? So um, I just wanted to, you know, encourage that person out there that's struggling with, but I love him. Do you really love him? Does he really love you? Right. And, um, and, and let go of what's keeping you bound.
0: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Now if there is any message that you could give to the world right now, what would it be?
1: Just to walk um, with intention to walk in love and to walk in peace, because everyone sees the world differently. There's not one person that I, I could, in my lifetime, in 48 plus years, that I can say that has ever agreed solely with me. But we have to find some common denominator that allows us to align to create something greater. Um, right. And the other thing, too, is all that we endure on a day-to-day basis, especially for those that are struggling with domestic violence and um, and hurting ourselves and hurting one another. Think about Jesus on the cross and what he endured. He endured so much. And they put him in that tomb. And guess what he did? After all that he endured, he got up. So I just want you to, you know, not not sit in the mess and the myray of of all these bad decisions, because you can get up just like Jesus did. And guess what? He got up in three days he didn't get up in five years. He didn't get up in two years. 10 years. It was three days. So I want to encourage you to get up. And you know what? Take take, take a hold of victory and, and those positive affirmations, like you were saying, and, and believe in the one who made you and the one who saved you.
0: Amen. Amen. Tell Thank us, you. you've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up this year, Julie. Tell us about it, what you can about it. And will it be a place that um, will some of them be public events where some of our viewers can catch up with you?
1: Well, I'm really excited because I will be going to the official um, BET Awards and um, be a part of the gifting lounge as well. And I really, really, really hope and pray that I can be an affiliate, uh, part of your podcast to bring all that live. um, Because. Raffi's friends are the most amazing individuals in Hollywood to where we could bring um, the BET awards, you know, to life on your podcast. In addition, I'll be part of the Emmys and the gifting lounge with the Emmys and also um, a a private event that I don't know that I'll be able to do a podcast from. But um, maybe I'll get some real good interviews with some people on, on the down low, if you will.
0: That, that would rock. So you hear that listeners. Okay. You're just going to have to stay tuned because there's so much coming up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now tell us about your number one bestseller and where can we get it?
1: Absolutely. So um, I have one other book besides that one, and these are both um, anthologies. They're um, a group of us that are part of it. The first one, there was 13, 14 of us women that were part of the end. Mythology. That was my coming out and telling my story. And that chapter that I wrote, and it was a number one bestseller as well. And it's called not just another story, but her story. And my particular chapter was I forgive me. Again, going back to what I said earlier, we have to forgive ourselves. We can forgive all those that violated us, that hurt us, that put us in that place. But we have to th- go through the process of taking responsibility and then saying, you know what, it's okay. And I forgive me for allowing this to happen. Um, that was that project in 2016. And then this current project is We Are Survivors. It's an an empowering journal, Christian journal, visual journal that um, is Christian based. And it's just a group of us women that got together and did little clips of um, um, words of encouragement throughout the journal. And it became number one bestseller in three categories. So we're really excited about it. Um, And I'm currently working on my solo project now.
0: I knew about that one. I knew about that That. one. Then I was like, oh, she's got a couple of bestsellers, too. That's so inspirational because I myself, I've been working on a book for, it seems like, years, and I'm stuck on Chapter 7. But (laughs) then I think about it, and I feel all crunched up, and I'm like, yeah, maybe later. And I I just keep (laughs) walking away from it, but I know that eventually... It will be done.
1: <laughs> you will get it done. I know it. <laughs> now,
0: where can our listeners follow you um, on social media to keep up with what you've got going on?
1: Okay. So I'm going to tell you on my Instagram, it's jkim, J-K-I-M-M, by Concrete Rain, all one word. And then also on my um, Facebook page is Julie Elizabeth excuse me Julie Elizabeth Gibbs and then um, also J Kim by concrete rain on Facebook okay I do have websites you can find me at um, concrete rain.com or j kim.com jkim.com J-K-I-M-M.com, or I am Julie Okay. So plenty of places.
0: <laughs> and for uh-huh. our viewers on our platform, a podcast.com, I've provided all the links right there for you. So after the interview, just scroll down, click, and it'll take you right there. Now, Julie, it has been great having you as a new guest here today on a new podcast. Thank you. And um, it, for our audience, if you like this episode, be sure to like Share, comment. We want comments. And like I said, if you or anybody that you know are in need of help from domestic violence, I've provided the links here and the phone number for you and made it easy for you to get out. So please take that step as we have too. Now, if anybody feels fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month, you can do so at our anchor.fm platform under a new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Dawn Piercy
1: And Julie Gibbs Signing off Until next time Keep it real Wonderful